Alright, welcome everyone to the Who's Got Next Gaming Podcast, a brand new podcast on competitively casual gaming. I'm here from the round three podcast previously, but I'm excited to say that I've started this new podcast with two amazing dudes. I'm excited to introduce you to them. Connor, why don't you kick us off? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you bring to the show? Yeah, uh, my name's Connor. Uh, I'm originally from Long Beach, California, now out here in Phoenix, AZ. Um, I got into gaming, you know, just as a kid, uh, we would play video games, you know, all as friends, but I really only had like the PS2, the Wii as a system. Uh, I bought my own Xbox 360 though, so that's what I would normally play. Uh, Halo Reach was my game. Uh, I would play SWAT, uh, use snipers and the DMR only, uh, or play like Infection, and then, you know, when I got to college, I met Utah and, you know, mm-hmm. got into Smash Bros. once again, because that was a big game as kids. Uh, it was rare that I would play that. But now, um, yeah, now I don't really have too many gaming systems. I do have a Switch that I play every once in a while, but I'm definitely going to be the filthy casual of the group because uh, I don't really play as much as I should. But yeah, he's the mobile gamer. I, I do play a lot of Pokemon Go. That That's mainly my game. I put way too much money into Pokemon Go more than I would casual. like to. <laughs> All right. And then I also have, so both of these guys I actually know from college. Um, Connor was basically my roommate all throughout college. Amazing dude. He's super competitive, even though he says he's a filthy casual. Um, he's super competitive. He yells at the TV, all that kind of good stuff. So Connor brings a lot of emotion into gaming, which is what I love about him. So, and then I want to introduce a guy who was my roommate, now part of the family, you know, just hanging out, having a good time, a little bit more of a uh, different type of gamer than I've, uh, you know, been around before. So Charles, why don't you, you know, do a little introduction, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you bring to the table? Hey, hey, yeah. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Uh, Yeah. Like, like you said, my name is Charles. I'm 26. I did. A lot of gaming growing up, I must say. Lots of hours, several thousand hours into gaming, I must say. Um, I first started off playing uh, PlayStation 1 in my mm. uncle's basement. I have a younger brother, so he and I were always like clashing, competitive, competing with each other. Um, but I think I did a, most of my gaming when I got a PlayStation 2 and Xbox 360. I think that was the golden time. Modern Warfare 2 was a big clasher. Modern mm-hmm. Warfare 1... Yep. On the Xbox 360, a lot of online playing. Okay. Um, I don't. I would consider myself a little bit more on the competitive side rather than the casual side. I did a lot of. I didn't necessarily play for any organizations or anything like that. I like to think I was good enough to, but I just focused sure. mainly on school. But but you know, a lot of the times it was just uh, I'm here, I'm playing. This is my coping mechanism, kind of thing. But mm-hmm. you know, I this is that. something that I spent more time doing than homework or anything else rather. But yeah, I know Tyler through college and Connor. I got to know him through time at school as well. And um, yeah, we're just excited to get this podcast kicked off and uh, to talk about games. 
Any yeah, games, just like any kinds of games. It's just like the nostalgia of playing different types of games with your friends. I think the main premise in this in this for us is like we're kind of talking about like our, our previous experiences with like playing games and doing these things like Connor's going to have a completely different perspective because, you know, he played, I mean, a little bit of gaming, not too much. But as he got into college, it grew on him more. And he was more in the mobile gaming era, which is kind of a whole different level of gaming that's I don't want to say is necessarily undiscovered, but just kind of that like outsider gaming, even though a gaming culture is kind of an outsider's culture. It's very low key. Yeah. Well, I, I also I, I will say to defend myself, I played a lot of Pokemon as a kid. I, I had a Nintendo DS. I had a Game Boy. So I I wouldn't say that I'm totally like just casual, but it was never like when I got home, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to go play. Like, I would prefer right. to watch TV over playing mm-hmm. games. Doesn't mean that I don't mm-hmm. like to play games. I love right. playing video games. And I no, do it, get competitive as well. Like, just a little. Real bad. Just a little bit. A tad. Little. Not, not that you don't, not that you haven't played Kirby Golf with me, taken off your shirt and run across the house. That's when I win. But I also feel first like of all. Connor's not the guy to, like, place money on playing a game and then competing his heart out well no it depends no, on the game no yeah yeah i was about to say yeah depends on the game it it really does like if we're talking like smash bros i'm not gonna put my money on it if we're gonna put i would i would, I would put oh, money on me on on halo on halo even now even though i haven't picked up halo in a long time i would put money i would back myself there mm. and charles like from your perspective when i met you in college I mean, you were playing a lot of CSGO. That was kind of the, that's the game that I knew you for. I was like, oh yeah, Charles, like he plays CSGO like crazy. So like a lot of your experiences in kind of the first person, third person shooters, which you're kind of, you're you're kind of the first person in my life (laughs) that like, I genuinely know like his main games are first person, third person shooters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely growing up a lot of first person shooters, a lot of Call of Duty, Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of Halo. I dabbled in some Halo there yeah. and there, but when I first got my first computer, I was definitely playing a lot of Counter Strike. Um, a couple other first person shooters. Uh, one of them, the name is Combat Arms, that was like very old school by Nexon. Um, but yeah, I grew up playing first person shooters and just seeing how that has evolved over the years in terms of p- both on PC and mm-hmm. in console, uh, even on mobile phone. It's pretty spectacular to see how how much it's evolved over time yeah and and yeah but it's just something i i play it very competitively but it's like my my safe space Mm. is what i do when i've had a hard day at work and i just want to i just want to grind out it's your it's your it's like an unwinding mechanic it's it's like people have their stuff to relax like you know my wife she likes to read you know, there are people who like to watch TV. There's people who like to, you know, go outside and run. Like, exactly. that's, that's our kind of thing. But like for people like us, like we play video games because it's, it's a relaxing thing to do for us. Exactly. So exactly. It's it's always been something I've been, I think, naturally talented with. Now, I'm not going to say like, oh, I'm good to be signed by TSM or whatever. Yeah. But or are you though? Liquid or but something. I mean, hear hey, me I, out. I, I are you not though? a clue? Are you? Though? I, you know what? That's for that's for people to decide. I'm not sure. That's for the people. Y'all put in, y'all put in your votes. Y'all tell us Charles is going to get yeah. signed by TSM for CSGO. 
No, Th- that's the ultimate goal. CSGO. That's the ultimate goal of this podcast is to get one of us signed by a professional gaming. Listen, thing. that's that's the ultimate goal. <laughs> it is that that's no. the, that's that's just a goal for anybody who's interested in it for sure though that's how you know you've made it in life if you're signed to a a tier one competitive yeah. league. <laughs> so it's it's just interesting because like in college like freshman year for me was really tough because like i i made friends pretty i would say pretty easily just because i'm an outgoing and social person um But I think the other thing that was really tough is like I didn't really have a crowd of people who really enjoyed games the way that I did until I had met uh, Josiah, who introduced me to Connor. And just just for reference, Josiah was my roommate. Connor was the guy who would not leave my room. (laughs) He was my room. He was my room rat because he hated his roommates. And so I remember the worst people. Dude, he was sitting on my couch on my Xbox 360 watching How I Met Your Mother. And I go into (laughs) Josiah's room. I'm like, who is this dude sitting on our couch? Like, he is here every day. Why is he here? And then from there, it just kind of took off and started playing a little bit. I think the first game we played together was Melee. Yeah, yeah. Melee, I would say, was... What an introduction to your relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Which, if you don't know, uh, Ty is amazing at. And I thought that I was good because I would play as a kid. I never had the game, but I always, whenever I would go to a friend's house and they had that game, that's the only game I would want to play. Because that, Mm -hmm. for me, that is like, not the pinnacle of gaming, but some might say it's the pinnacle of gaming. It's, it's, everyone can pick it up. That's a debate for another day. That's a debate for show your ultimate skill level. Yeah. But I, I, I really yeah. think that and that then you game... got humbled <laughs> when you played against Ty. You That's got humbled. True. He 100%. said, sit the hell down. <laughs> but, but also it really, I think, just bonded all of that room together. And I think yeah. it's really what made us all friends. Like, I remember we had a 99 stock match. Oh, God. The 99 I, stock match. I, oh, think I forgot about that. We would switch off. And I think it lasted, we took a break in between. We took like yes, an hour did. break to go get food. And I yeah, think. Yeah, we went and got dinner. We went and got I, dinner. I remember that because we started at like 3 or 3.30 or 4. I remember, I remember hearing about this. I want to know two things. One, how long did it last? And two, who won slash how close was it? Charles, who won? Really? Well, so we did teams. For the we did like a there's, a right, there's a right answer and then the answer you're thinking of. Okay, so Tyler won. Obviously, yes. how close was it? I won by fifteen stocks. But that's not bad. We switched off though. It was a yes, tag we did. Team. So every every twenty stocks, we switched people because we had eight people there. So once you lost ten stocks, you would switch to the other person. So you had to like talk to your partner and be like, okay, let's play. You know, if you're good with one character and I'm okay with that character, let's use that character. Because, like, if two people know how to use the same character, then obviously you use that character, but, like... Oh, so it's not a true 1v1. It was a 2v2 in this Well, instance. it's 2v2, two, like, it's 2v2, v2, v2, but every 10 stocks you're switching off. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it was a tag and team. So, yeah, it was, a ta- it was like a tag team setup, and it was really fun. It went about, I want to say, like, four and a half hours, something I was, like that. I was just about Holy to say four and a half hours. That's including we, the one hour lunch break. Yes. Or yes. dinner break. What break? The break. The break. We'll yeah. just call it a break. 
So yeah, I, just a break. I, the I, halftime moment. Yeah. We had we had a we had an intermission. We had to play the Super Bowl commercial, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, you had announcers talking about like who's doing better or yeah. whatever. We had Connor do color commentary, even though he was <laughs> in the match. <laughs> we cut to Connor at halftime. It's just him behind a desk. With so a, Connor, with a, tell with us a about quesadilla. your. How are you handling against Tyler? He's pretty awesome. He's pretty good. <laughs> this, is, Connor, this is bullshit. <laughs> No, and then, okay, so after that, so that's kind of what got me and Connor together, and then we really dove into games, like, later on in in school, which is then where I met Charles later on in school. He had met my wife's cousin. We got introduced that, I think that was, like, really when I first got introduced to you. I think we met in passing with Jeremy, like, once or twice, but I had not really talked to you until when Jeremy asked me to be his roommate and then you were in the room with us. So, and then I had seen that you were all like every time I came back from class, cause I had class in the morning, you had class in the evening. Yep. And I remember I would come back from class. I would sleep for like two hours. And then right before I go to work, you would come back and it's like, you were immediately on that laptop. Oh yeah. Yep. I was always playing counter-strike. Yeah, and you were good just because, at it too. Like you were like uh, I remember there was one day I didn't have to work. And I was like, dude, I'm just gonna watch him. I'm gonna watch over his shoulder. And you were like, you were killing it at times. Like, is there like I don't know much about CSGO. There's a ranking system in that, right? There is, yeah. Where were you ranked? There, what was your highest ranking? Uh, oh man. I think it was Supreme Master First Class. Okay. Or SNFC so, is what we call it. So that's fairly high up on the spectrum okay. of ultimate rankings. Would you say, is that like top five in a sense? Like where, where gauge it for people like who, for me, like who have no idea what for that me. means. <laughs> so, me. so like you have the professional scene. Yeah. They're goaded. That's elite. And then, yeah. So yeah, that's elite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you have like, and there's like different classes like ESEA, which is like, uh, professional like play on their servers stuff yeah. like that i i never did that i was high always levels. playing yeah on. so like high level yeah. servers yeah i was just a sweaty casual yeah um so it's like globally and then you got a couple other ranks and then supreme master first class is just under global elite so okay, i was so- in a general sense maybe top 10 percent okay at the time okay so you're, so you're look okay so you're looking total like, rework so you're kind of looking like NBA D League kind of thing where it's not like they're professional players, but like you're oh, not you're make me blush, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just kind of gauging it to something that I can reference yeah. in my brain. So I'm like, oh, OK, that's yeah. what that's that's the level of it. I suppose so. I mean, at times it was definitely a come up where because you have to play with other people that, right. you know, that are your equal skill level. If not, you solo queue. And mm-hmm. that's generally a little bit more difficult. Um, it's just at the at the point where people start losing you yeah. and like people start to life happens. It makes it hard. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I, I would play with my friends all the time. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's the one thing now that's become a little bit harder as we've grown up, like being able to play games with those people still. It's not impossible. But it's tougher to do because we all have work. We all have, you know, stuff we have to take care of. There's there's things we have to do outside of that that, you know, area in life. 
but oh, yeah. I still go out of my way to at least try to keep playing the game because it's something that I still enjoy as a hobby. And that's the thing with this, this podcast that I want people to see. It's like, this is, you know, a hobby for us. This is something that we enjoy doing as a collective, but from different aspects of it, like Connor's aspect is completely different from mine, completely different from Charles. So it's gauging yeah. kind of every type of mindset in that. And we're just going to be talking about our, our different experiences with games and different game genres and like gaming opinions and that kind of stuff. And I kind of want to roll the ball into like those games we played growing up. We kind of touched on them a little bit, but like what were those like three games that like you got your hands on as a kid and you were playing constantly. So Connor, give me, give me, give me your three, give me a little reason why and like what, what, what the game meant to you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, of course. So first, I, I'm going to go the systems that I had as a kid. So first was Game Boy. That was your first system you ever owned? That was the first system that I think I really ever owned. I didn't have okay. any really. Well, I'll, I'll get into that. But what kind of, what um, kind the first of Game was Boy, the Game Boy. Was it, what SP, was it? Was it Game Boy SP? Um, what color? And, oh, my gosh. Was it silver? No, I you, think it was either it was either red or blue. It was either red or blue. Okay. And because I, I had the I had the red one. I had a blue one. I, I feel like it, it. I know it was. A, I know it wasn't like black or white. I know it was. Yeah, I th- it was red or blue. I can't dude. It's been way too long. But I do remember yeah. the, the game that like really started all was Pokemon Leaf Green. That was oh, like the first game. real game that I was like, yep, th- this is for me. Okay. And then adding on to that, just I, throw in all Pokemon games. So really Pokemon games. I had Pearl, Platinum, uh, then... Did you play uh, Emerald? I didn't play Emerald. My brother had Emerald. Did you Ruby or Sapphire? You, did you skip that arrow? I, I didn't skip it. My brother played it, and I just, oh, okay. for some reason, never picked it up. Yeah. Um, Leaf okay, Green Connor, I have, to, really- I, have to, I have to ask you, Leaf Green, who did you pick as your starter? I think I chose Charmander. Yeah, Charmander, because oh. Charizard's the best, the best one. But I, I, I like so the much leaf. respect has been lost. I always choose the ones that the people don't. So like, I had Pearl. I didn't have Diamond. I had Pearl. Yeah. I always got I the one diamond. that the other people didn't. Um, and then second game I would say was uh, I had a Wii, and uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. That was yeah. It wasn't as good as Melee, in my opinion, but it, mm-hmm. it still holds a special place in my heart. I, I think um, it was the it's the it was one of the most universally played games just because like I know it from a different perspective as being a competitive player, but like it was so like party game oriented. It was yeah. meant to be played with a lot of people in mind and like it wasn't supposed to be super competitive. But mm-hmm. again, I, I think a lot of people give Brawl a hard time, a hard time. I thought it was pretty good because like wasn't wasn't Brawl with the one with the, the single player subspace like emissary a, a campaign. Yeah, yeah, the subspace emissary. And I that's what that. I would play. Awesome. I, I love. Think, I th- yeah, I, I think I think that Brawl probably had the best like soundtrack. Because they remixed a lot of songs in some base subspace emissary. Like go back and listen to some of the soundtracks on it. It's it's incredible. So brawl and I would play brawl in the morning. I would remember I would play for about thirty minutes before I would walk to um 
school because my school was like less than a mile away. So uh, I would walk to school That's and I would play up. that right before. Um, I, honorable mention, mm-hmm. I did have a PS2, um, so I would give an honorable mention to uh, Lego Star Wars because I was a huge Ooh, Star Wars nerd. That's so good. So, Lego Which, Star Wars. Lego Star Wars, the first original one. The original one I did have first, and then yeah, I got yeah, yeah. The, the complete series. I, I did the get that one. Saga. I skipped the I, I skipped the second one. Yeah, the complete saga. Yeah. I skipped the second one. The complete one. saga was just the first and second game put together. Mm-hmm, exactly. And um, then... And then third mm-hmm. game, though, I will say is Halo Reach. To me, yeah. is is the best Halo game just for the campaign, for the customization of your, uh, your Spartan, because they had so many different helmets, different armor. I really loved that aspect. And that's the game that I would hop on after uh, Finals. Uh, so I did you so that. you so you were more of that like you liked the single play format like where it was just you going through the game i mean you would play with other people given that people were there or like if you had an opportunity to play online with people you would but i it sounds like at least from what i'm hearing in your games it's kind of that single player like just chill like that kind of thing the game that i focus on the most with my switch is breath of the wild just because i really oh. love that's grinding. I love exploring and mm-hmm. I, I, I love I, I, I like playing with people because I, I would say Halo Reach. I, I loved playing with people. But yeah, for me, with all the other games, it, it was definitely like a, a solo thing, even though I had a brother and we would, you know, play games together. I, I, I you know, I would enjoy my time playing, you know, the, the single player games. Mm hmm. No, it's 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 something that like I think a lot of people don't realize that like you can even play a single player on that couch format where like the three of like the three of us are just hanging out playing a game. Oh, our character died. All right, I'm gonna pass it to Connor. Let Connor play through you know the next part of the level, that kind of stuff. Um, but no, those are all really good. Like the Lego Star Wars one, man, that is such a good like. Oh man, it's such a good. It doesn't crack it. It doesn't crack the the top three for it's me. It's close though. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, honorable mention, and I yeah. I only say that just because I I just have fondness and those and those three other games were over a span of many years rather than yeah. Uh, Lego Star Wars was probably like you know a year. You finish the campaign, you get all the characters, and then you kind of are like, mm-hmm. already, what do I do now? So, did you do the create your own character in the Lego Star Wars thing? I don't think oh, so. Oh yeah. Oh, oh okay. hell yeah. I did. Oh yeah. Yep. All right. So Charles, we got to, I want to get your perspective because you're, you're kind of our first person, third person shooter, but I think there's probably some other games buried in that memory of yours. Yeah. I did a lot of thinking. I mean, primarily first person shooters, third person, not necessarily third person. That was weird. I said that mostly, um, mostly first person though. Yeah. I mean, growing up, my brother played a lot of games and I, I looking back, I, watched a lot more of people other people playing yeah because i just preferred that i preferred like experiencing them so like when streaming started to come about i watched a lot of that yeah when when twitch and youtube uh live or whatever started occurring started happening i was doing a lot of that but a lot of games for me i mean i started off relatively early i had a game boy sp i I'm going to get a lot of flake for this, I feel like, but I I never played any Pokemon. I didn't. I don't I don't I don't see that as a bad thing, honestly. There are just people who like they just never got into it. 
Yeah. Like that's how I, that's I, it's I don't think it's that uncommon, but like, yeah, Pokemon mm-hmm. is the most successful like franchise ever, mm-hmm. but some people just don't yeah. play it and that's cool. Like, yeah. So like, yeah, I, I have a Game Boy SP for a little bit. I had a Game Boy Advanced. I had a Game Boy Color even before that. OK. Um, what was I think that? my first ma- What's that? I was going to say, what's your first game in that list for like your all timers? Um, I had a Game Boy at uh color, and I always did some kind of like Lego game. I couldn't remember. Oh, I like, oh, oh! I think I know what you're talking about. Some old school, yeah, Lego game. Okay, Lego Star Wars. I think it was probably the very first one. Um, but yeah, no, I started off. Uh, I think first major console was play uh PlayStation Two. That you own. Uh. Yeah, okay. yeah, that I owned a lot of Battlefield. Oh, mm. or um, Star Wars Battlefield. Oh, Battlefront, Battlefront, Battlefront. Battlefront. yeah, Battlefront, Battlefront, yeah. Star Wars Battlefront. That's such not a good a, not, game. I didn't play Battlefield. Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, and that's my a good brother one. and I split screen where like hit the vertical screens. Yeah. So okay, so speaking of split screen, I have to ask you: Did you guys like do anything for screen peeking, or did you guys oh, just do hell like? Yeah. No, Come did you or did night. you guys like like cross fingers like no you're not screen peeking or did you guys put like the cardboard piece up and sit closer to the TV? Nah, all's, so, all's fair in that. All's fair. If someone is sitting okay. next to you, you're gonna screen peek. Like, I I, did, I try not to do it. This too is much, the filthy casual that is Connor. It it was bad enough between my brother and I where we had cardboard between us. Oh, in the screen. That's hard. That's hardcore. Like you you have to it be was. hard. You have to be hardcore to be putting up cardboard when we were or plastic. Call or, of Duty. We were playing Call of Duty, just do the the filthy one v one interventions only. Yeah, and we would we had to do cardboard, otherwise it was just not fair. Yeah, until like we started to play like with each other, different consoles, different screens. Mm-hmm. Then it was all game. Then it was all free. All right, so your first one's that Lego game on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Your second one was Battlefield. No, 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 or, I didn't or play Star Wars. I played. Um, when I was in high school or something like that, I had Xbox 360 and I played so much Modern Warfare 2. Okay, so Modern Warfare 2, what? that's your second one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great one, both for campaign and online play. Online. Oh, I, I think I thoroughly enjoyed the gameplay of online, but just over the years, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, just that whole single player campaign just as it progressed i would watch that movie i would watch someone play mm-hmm. that over and over i i thir- i thoroughly enjoyed that campaign like i played through it i think twice and i think my favorite storyline in that was the the one where you're on the snowmobile and you're like racing down the hill and yes. you have to jump it so in i don't remember where it was but i don't remember if it was in a magazine or at like gamestop or something but they had promotion discs for Modern Warfare 2 mm-hmm. that you could get. And it was that mission. Yep. And so you could play that mission on the demo disc. And I had that mission disc. The de- It was called the mission demo disc or something. And it had the picture of like the forest. And so yep. I would put that in my Xbox. I'd be just playing the snowboarding mission for hours or the snowmobile mission on hours on end. But that's, uh, that's such a good game. And Connor, you said you had a little experience in that in that game, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely Modern Warfare 2. Like, that's that's the main Call of Duty that I, I played, you know, as a preteen slash teen. 
uh and then black ops as well black ops yeah too. uh but yeah modern warfare 2 to me is the ultimate like peak of, that is peak of, yeah that's peak where call of duty was yep. you will never even with the one that just came out modern warfare 2 that that's nowhere close using the scar the mm. acr oh. the fal intervention the barrette the golden desert eagle yeah Ooh, just mm, well the maps doesn't get any better than that the maps yeah, the as maps, well for us the maps are the maps are iconic i think Rust, the airport terminal, is the most iconic map for me terminal yeah terminal. favela like uh, the, yeah, the quarry quarry oh, yeah yeah i mean what yeah. was that what was that other one it's like you're in a cabin Yes, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. What's the name about? of that map? Oh. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I. you know what? You guys mm-hmm. keep okay. talking, and I'll look it up. Connor is our Google master, so <laughs> he, has, he has the best Google search history. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> um, okay, so Charles, <laughs> so you got, you got that Lego game on Game Boy. You have Modern Warfare 2. Let's throw one more into the mix. Oh, man. Um, so this would be like so. Game. So the Lego game was maybe kind more of current. So like your childhood game was kind of the Lego game. Your like preteen, teenage era would have been the Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. So kind of like post high school, college, like that era, even into now. Even into now, um, I've been playing. I probably put within the last three years, maybe three and a half, four thousand hours into Apex Legends. That's a good one. I, I do actually really like Apex. I just don't have the coordination for that game. And I'll be honest, it's it's a difficult skill ceiling. Yes, it is. It's difficult to get used to, especially with all the new characters that they're adding. Mm-hmm. I could talk all day about the game, about beginners, where to start, middle if you're casual sweaty like mm-hmm. Connor, or if you're <laughs> later into the ranked competitive section looking into watching oh, man, was... professionals play like i guess do you watch any of the do you watch any professional yes yeah you do yes i do okay do you have I, do you have I a favorite watch, pro uh favorite team would be tsm okay but That's... what about specifically a player or do you just or is it just kind of the team um i mean i have mad respect for imperial hal he is okay. one of the best igls in the game um, Verholst is a great support character, especially and he's a he's a console legend. So he mainly, I think he plays Xbox controller or something like that. Yeah, but it's a whole conspiracy where they're saying controllers or console controllers are OP, aim assist, all that good stuff. Yeah, man. that but, that's a whole that's a whole another debate, which we will get to. Oh yeah, which we will get oh, yeah. to on a different uh, episode. This this. So stay tuned. Yeah, so we'll we'll be talking about that one, and Connor's not going to go into anything about it because he's a filthy casual. I have no idea what y'all have been talking about, but I will <laughs> let you know that uh, Estate is the name of that map estate. that we we're talking about. Uh, estate. I knew it. Oh, I knew it. That's such a good that 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 in the terminal were probably my two favorite maps. I was I, I liked Rust, but it wasn't like it wasn't my style. It's too small. It's too yeah. small. I, I liked uh, I think it was Quarry. I really liked that one. Hmm. Yeah, I'd so, say terminal, terminal and estate. Oh, mm-hmm. and then the high rise one. Uh, sorry, oh, we could just keep going oh, on high rise. Uh, on, yeah, on yeah. these maps we'll, again. We, all of we them. have we have our Call of Duty shooters. Like that's going to be an episode. So you guys stay tuned. We are going to have that episode up, and Charles is probably going to make that episode four hours long. But um, 
we're here for it though <laughs> that's true we are here for it uh okay so mine um i grew up i mean i played video games constantly throughout life i mean the first console i can remember getting like having was a gamecube that was kind of the first one that i Ooh. remember like I stood in line, I bought it with my money, and I, like, that That was the first thing that I remember buying for myself. Yes, sir. I, I had gotten a Game Boy SP for Christmas from, I think, my grandparents, like, but I didn't really count that. And again, I mostly played Pokemon. There was a couple other Game Boy games that I played, like, just kind of, like, backyard football, backyard baseball, yeah. like, that kind of backyard stuff. Backyard baseball? That was on the Game Boy was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. But <laughs> oh, you you had to play that on PC. Yeah, that was like I mean Windows yeah. ninety seven PC only. <laughs> yeah, um, or on PS two. Yeah, it was on yeah. it was on PS. It was on the Wii too with motion controls and it sucked. But I also loved Gross. it because it was so terrible. Um, but I would say like. The GameCube is it it holds a very special place in my like gaming history because there are just so many different games on there. I could just do my favorite games of GameCube and I could I could like easily do that. But I, I could as, I could assume it's Melee, Mario Kart and Mario Party. Two, two out of three that might be your you're, game. you're two out of three, uh, two out of three. Maybe not Mario Kart. Mario Kart's not up there um, just because like. I liked Mario Kart Wii better. Double Dash was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it, but like Mario Kart Wii, everybody played it. Like everybody oh, yeah. enjoyed it, all that kind of stuff. But my first one. Did you my, ever play? Did you ever play Kirby Air Raid? I did. Air Ride. I did, and I didn't really get it. You know what I mean? Like I, I understood why people liked it, but I, it just didn't really click for me. But I mean, obviously, my first one's gonna be Smash Melee. Like that's the first game I really dug myself into and played for hours on end, and I, I still think it watch was the it. first one of its kind too. Yeah, it, it really like well, Smash sixty four was the first time that people had seen that style of fighting game, and then Melee is what kind of like made it catch fire and perfected it, in my opinion. Yeah, it it, it definitely has a lot of good things going for it that inspired a lot of different fighting games. Um, but for me, melee is just this, like, you can play it at any level and enjoy it like thoroughly. Definitely. And you can really just like have fun with it and you can play it. Mm -hmm. the, the best part for me, it's that sandbox feeling. You can play it however you want to. You can play it with all the items on for 10 minutes and just go crazy. Or you can do that one-on-one -on -one setting with four stocks, eight minutes, and you guys are just duking it out on like a flat stage. And that's to me, that's what I enjoy, because I could just do any aspect and bring anybody into play. And so. even if you're terrible, I feel like you can still still enjoy it. Like I, I, I've played it with, you know, people who have just picked it up for the first time. And even though they aren't, you know, whipping my ass, they're still playing, you know, they're still playing the game and enjoying it. I, I, mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Yeah, and it was really cool too with the GameCube. It implemented you could play like um, Game Boy games on it. You guys ever had that attachment? Where yeah. You can put, plug in little Game Boy. Mm -hmm. nope. Yeah, I remember having that because I had Pokemon Coliseum, and I had that attachment so I could plug in my Pokemon thing and use the Pokemon from my Game Boy game in uh, Pokemon Coliseum. 
where were you guys when I was like kid? Because I didn't know <laughs> I I didn't know jack shit about and, and, and what you guys are talking about. You guys could be making up, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. I I was very sad when we sold our GameCube for our PlayStation Two, but it was going from one great console to an even better console. Mm. That's and then we went from PlayStation Ooh. Two to Wii. Debatable, but and I think talk about that. I was very sad missing my PlayStation Two, but the Wii was a first of its kind as well. The Wii was just like a GameCube with a Wii inside of it. And yeah, but it, it was wasn't it the motion controls? Yeah. Um, my next game that I really started to get into in high school and college, post college. Like I had gotten into it just a little bit casually, but like come college and post college was Tetris. I got super into Tetris and I just I loved playing it. Like my first experiences with it was we were in our computer lab class and we were doing like typing. And there was like three games you could play. They had that stupid Mario typing game, which I thought was so dumb because it it made you type out like sentences and he just like hit bricks and stuff. The second one was this uh, pinball game, which I actually really enjoyed. The the space pinball, space 3D. I don't remember if you, I don't know if you guys remember that. Dude, dude, that I we can't keep going off topic, but yeah, the space pinball game was so so simple and but but like the the sounds are even to this day are iconic. Rappers sample the sounds from that game. Yeah, like that, that game stock pc game on on windows but is probably one of the best games in my childhood just because you could spend hours playing hours on end oh yeah hours and then the third game in our computer lab um so a lot of the games like on online games were like blocked on at our school so like people couldn't log on and go go on our wall (laughs) but the only one that i didn't tell the school about and I didn't because I didn't want it to get blocked. And I didn't think it was going to because it's a puzzle game. Like, it's not anything harmful or anything. But on the Tetris website, you can just play, like, modern Tetris. So you could just play it on the browser. And so I would play that during class. Like, after I finished everything and stuff. Obviously. But, because, you know, I was a good kid sure. in school. I tried well, to be. Yeah. But anyway. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I got into it. Played Modern Tetris a lot, and then come, like, I want to say, it would have been, like, right after high school, like, in the summer, I had a YouTube thing pop up for the Classic Tetris World Championship. And from there, I just dove into Classic Tetris, and just, I fell in love with it, and I've been playing it ever since. I stream it. It's it's just a lot of fun. I just enjoy playing it. It's a, it's a game that helps me unwind, because it's just, like, I don't have to think about it consciously. I can just play and have fun with it. And there's nothing harmful about it either. It's just matching blocks in a row. Yeah, you're just trying to clear lines. That's yeah. it. That's the name of the game. And like, there's no blood. The spirit. No I, I think the spirit. Mom, dad, it's not violent. The spirit. Leave me have this. That's true. <laughs> the spirit. The spirit of the competition of the game, though, is super cool. Like, like talking to some of the. I got a chance to interview two of the guys from the community who are like big names in the community. And it was just super cool to talk to them and talk about like game strategies and tournaments and that kind of stuff. And and like you guys also kind of got to witness that aspect of it because we all went to the game on Expo in Arizona, 
which was super which was fun. So dope. It was Very super fun. I'd if for those of you who are in the Phoenix area, first hit up Connor on social media. Secondly, oh. whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> All right. I mean, hey, I'm you trying can. to get you followers, man. I mean, you I'm trying can. to make you popular. Like, I'm not gonna. We. This was not discussed beforehand, but I know. You know I'm just what? kidding. Hey, Ty, on on air, you can give out my socials. I, I'm giving okay. you. A okay. Uh, how, how I don't. Nice. I don't know them at all, but I'll do that anyway. <laughs> Um, but no, so, uh, the game on expo is every year it happens. It's a retro game, modern game expo. Uh, it's a mixture of anime and gaming and board games and all that kind of, it's just a kind of a big mesh of everything together. And you kind of get to, you know, you can buy and sell games. You can buy and sell artwork. Uh, Charles got to actually meet, speaking of, uh, apex, you got to meet two of the voice actors for the two characters that you played, right? Yep. Yep. I, so for those of you that play apex legends, I am a lifeline main and I did get to meet Mila Lee super nice in person. Um, got to meet her. And then I met the voice actor from Mirage voice line, which he was funny, which is rock Roger Craig Smith. Mm -hmm. Um, got some signed, posters and stuff like that from them super cool and he did he, he did actually i kind of wish we would have gotten it on video but he did like you told him your gamer tag he signed your gamer tag and he's like this is totally something my character would say like and he actually like kinda made it into a line yeah. yep and he said it was the coolest thing he said i have the best gamer tag he's ever heard of okay yeah that's pretty cool isn't roger craig smith also the voice of sonic from sonic boom sonic yeah from sonic yep. boom yep. connor loves that game I've never played yep. that game, but you need, I've you seen it been play played, and it looks like a mess. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it's a Sonic game, but um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, back to it. So if you guys have ever the opportunity to go to any convention like that, do it. I went for the first time, and I had a blast. I was, I had, I was there with Tyler two, three days mm -hmm. that that weekend, and. It, it was so much fun watching all the competitions, watching Tyler play the Tetris competition. Um, T Connor and I were both like, yeah, go Tyler. Oh, we were, we Should've were 100% the, 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 mo the loudest people cheering. Yeah. Which I, we, I we were rowdy. <laughs> yeah, we were rowdy. Which is, which is funny because Connor, I actually need to send you the VOD, uh, from, tw from, uh, Twitch, but you mm -hmm. can hear you in the background Let's cheering. Go. Like Listen, we can hear your voice. Like it was hilarious. Like I laugh every time I watch it, I laugh because I know when you're gonna yell. If someone's but, go if someone's if someone I know is gonna be competing or something, I'm gonna give them my support. And you were you're yeah. my buddy. You were competing. I'm listen. I I'm gonna support you. Yeah, which was it was super cool to like have that, but also like just being at the the game con and like being able just to be around people who also enjoyed all this different type of stuff and you see all different people from different walks of life like definitely just from different areas of the of the world and all that kind of stuff so i think it was super cool to like to do that and yeah i mean i still play classic tetris to this day i actually had a accomplishment um i beat what's called the kill screen so when the pieces drop at one frame per second if you clear 10 lines, you make it to the next level, which is a very difficult feat to do for people who play 
a, a specific style, which I'm not going to dive into that, but basically the Thank style you. I play, you know, it's, it's not impossible to do, but it's a difficult task to do that. And I finally did that for the first time. And so unfortunately I didn't record it, which I was very sad about. Cause I was just, I got home from work and I'm like, Oh, I'll just play a game and see what happens. And I ended up doing that. So, um, that's like, that's up there for me. <sighs> And then, I mean, obviously, like Smash and Tetris are my two biggest ones. Um, my third one, honestly, like right now, I've gotten into golf games and bowling games, which what, is kind of weird. What golf say. and bowling games, though? I mean, Ribbit King and uh, um, Kirby Golf. Um, yep. A PGA I've played a little bit of. It's really difficult, but I kind of like the challenge of like learning it. Uh, Mario Golf Toadstool Tour. Um, I haven't played the new one on the Switch because I've heard mixed reviews about it. But I'm kind of just waiting until that game kind of drops in price before I buy it and try it for myself. Um, honorable, honorable mention, like Mario Party is right on that ceiling with those games. But it's also like I only play Mario Party with people. I don't play Mario Party, you know, by myself. That'd be so sad if you did. <laughs> it's called Mario like, Party. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for, for a clear basis for everyone listening, the three of us have played Mario Party together several times. Every time Connor is always either getting upset, yelling at the TV <laughs> or having to exit into the other room yeah he he has to cool off after every mini game i don't have to cool off cool off i just i, I get way too competitive he gets intense in he my man my man's hands are shaking because he's he's like try hard like for some reason mario party brings it out of him that and kirby golf it brings it out of him definitely but rightfully so because mario party is one of those games where if you play with some competitive friends you can have a great time if you play it with like just casuals like connor your girlfriends your significant others your your family members you're gonna have a great time yeah yeah it's for it it could it's for the sweaty casual the casual casual and the someone who's never played video games in their life mm -hmm. all three of those components of people get along playing mario party mm -hmm. i don't know what it is yeah mario just, mario, party, mario is, party mario party for sure is up there like with those games but i've just like i don't know what it is but i've dove into like golf and bowling games like obviously i mean we bowling's a given the switch sports yeah. bowling i think is also another given um but the really weird obscure one and i'm playing it because it's so hard is in tekken 7 they have what's called ultimate bowling <laughs> it is so, so specific let me tell you it is the hardest sports game like bowling game i've ever played it is so hard to do well like and then you know like Why? oh yeah it's a bowling game it's just the mechanics of it so like each character so like in a fighting game like they have different like you know levels when it comes to like power and hook so like the way that the ball curves and how hard they throw the ball. So like some characters can throw the ball super hard, but it doesn't curve at all versus like there's some characters who have amazing spin on the ball, but they just don't have enough power. So it's, you're kind of choosing your play style. Of like, am I just going to whip the ball as hard as I can and just make the pins explode? Or do I play a character that's going to like 
hook into the ball and have the best percentage odds of clearing out the pins coming from a different angle. And well, I'll tell you in real life, you you seem to throw that ball as hard as you can, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Mario Party for sure is like it's right. It's all three of those is like right on that line because Mario Party for me was kind of the way that I made a lot of friends throughout high school and college. And I mean, like, I mean, Connor, Connor can attest to this. Like when we were playing back in the freshman dorms, I had Mario Party, I think it was seven or six. And we played it a little bit, but like for the most part, we were playing Smash, but like occasionally we bring up Mario Party. Well, and be- because of GCU, if you have a girl over, uh, that's where we went to school. We went to Grand Canyon University. You have to keep your door open if you had a girl over. But we mm-hmm. would just kind of keep that door open regardless. Yeah. Um, sometimes just so then people could come in. Like sometimes yeah. people would look in and see that you're playing. You yeah. Know, and that was, that, was, that was the cool part about it. But yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely Mario Party is like one of those where, I mean, it has... I want to say 13 iterations now. It's like 13, 13 or 14, yeah. which is crazy, like which is crazy to me. Cause like the original one started, the first three were on 64. Then from four to seven, were on GameCube eight, nine and 10 were on Wii. And I think 10 was also on Wii U. And then, yeah, 10 didn't do that very well. I've heard. Yeah. 10, 10 was the flop. Um, which is crazy to think about the 10th iteration of the game was the one that didn't do well. Um, and then they had, uh, super Mario party came out on the switch. They had like the game boy versions and that kind of stuff too, but I don't know if I really put those in the same category. No, Uh, no. Yeah. Um, and then the Mario party all, all stars or superstars is the one that's on the switch right now. It's like the classic version but they just, you know, put it on, ported it to the switch. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think that's like Mario Party for sure, because like, you know, my wife and I, we've played it together with, you know, Charles and his wife and we've played it with Connor and, you know, a bunch of other different people. And like, it's it's fun, especially like when it's turned into something completely different as well, because you can turn it into like a different type of game. You can turn it into a drinking game. You can turn it into you know, like, oh, instead of trying to get the most stars, you're trying to end up with the lowest star and coin count or something. You know what I mean? Like, there's different ways that you can change the game to change the dynamic. And it's easy for someone to pick up. Yeah. If, if you have someone over and they've never held a controller in their life, you can ex- easily explain Mario Party to them. And then within five to ten minutes, they're having even more fun than you are. Yeah. Well, and yeah, what's I think nice the, is they do, the, they do the practice beforehand. So for all the yeah. mini games, you, you get the practice beforehand. Everyone gets to pick it up. And if you're Connor and a filthy, if you're a filthy casual like Connor, oh, let's do the practice. Let's 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 make sure I'm doing it right. What what's more fair? I I it, to me it creates a level playing field. If someone's mm. never played it, they at least get to practice it for a second. If That's, they have okay. played it, they can hone their skills and be like, get I a get, refresher. I get that. I get that argument. But stop being a filthy casual. You feel the cash. Yeah, get the game. Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, I'm just trying to help. I'm I'm here for everyone. Connor, Connor's I'm arguing not just thinking for the people. About the, exactly. I'm here for the the. Connor's the like who, I'm thinking of you out there. You listeners out there, Connor's on your side. Listen, there there may people who, 
be people who accidentally stumble onto this and they're like, man, you know, I don't play video games too much. That's who I'm here for. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of where we are. We're all at, too. I mean, obviously, Connor, you're probably going to relate most of the people who don't really play as much, but have put their toe in the water for video games. But again, like if, I, I've had video games all throughout my life. Just, yeah, I, I never took them as seriously as I did. And that's just. Hmm. That's just life. Sometimes people choose it. Sometimes people don't. I didn't choose yeah. the video game life. It chose you guys. It didn't choose me. Yeah. Yeah. But um, kind of going off of that, though, like. Because there are times where we're playing video games and it's like, yeah, it's cool to play them like by yourself when you're, you know, going through the story mode in Breath of the Wild or Wind Waker, you know, any of those types of games. Um, But like the big thing for me that I've seen, like I think all three of us have seen growing up is the transition from couch play to where like all of us are sitting on the couch together and you have to be together in person to play the game. And the transition into that like online era, we literally watched the progression of that. And so... Like, I kind of want your guys' opinions, at least on, like, with online gaming the way it is now, like, do you think it still feels the same? Or is there kind of this difference between playing online versus in person and, like, kind of where your headspace is at and that kind of stuff? So I kind of want to get it. So, Charles, what do you think, at least in that aspect? In in that aspect, it really comes down to having friends to play with now there are some games that you can come in playing it solo meet people that maybe you're having you have synergy with or you have chemistry with whether it's online in a multiplayer match or you're playing first person shooters it it just really depends in the sense of having people on your couch versus just you being on your couch it's a different feel i think it was significantly better earlier when you would have so many people over and you just have a video game party or a couch party or whatever have you. Oh, it's definitely interesting to see the change in the integration, just the the dynamic change of multiplayer online games because it's starting to become like, hey, I'm going to go hide in my room and not see the daylight for several hours and play games. So it's just, it's... It's been an interesting integration, interesting change. Well, and even on top of that, like kind of just word building off of that, like in, in online gaming, you see a lot of people like on like streaming. They're doing it with mm-hmm. people and that kind of stuff. And there's still kind of that couch dynamic. But I think there's a true difference between sitting next to that person and feeling their energy of the game. There is. There is. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with playing online with five other buds that you're just having a Saturday for the boys session. But it's something more personable to be able to sit on the same couch with someone and play Mario Party with Mm -hmm. a great example. I mean, you could definitely nowadays play Mario Party with other people. I've seen it. I've seen it live stream and stuff like that Mm -hmm. where they're having still a great time. It just really depends. Yeah, it really depends on what you prefer. I just prefer the in-person because I'm a very in-touch person-to-person kind of kind of guy. Connor, what do you think? I think 
playing on the couch to me feels like that that I, I'm hanging out with friends. I, I don't I, I see it as we're all hanging out. When I'm mm-hmm. playing online and if I'm I'm playing with other people online, it just it just feels like I'm trying to think of how to word this. I I feel. Do you think it's easier to bullshit with people in person? Yeah, and I I like being able to you know, go get snacks and you know eat and also just talk and you know joke around. I I like that part. When I was a kid, I would always like going over to people's house and playing with them or go you know having them over and playing with them. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel that multiplayer like online has changed to where. You can't have people over and play online as well. Like mm. I, I like a split screen on multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel mm. like, you know, games aren't as designed for that as they used to be. I feel like that that would happen more. You might have people over, you know, I might mm. go to someone's house and we might play, you know, COD online. You know, we might play Modern sure. Warfare 2 online or, you know, play yeah. online. And now, now land parties, that was something else. Yeah, land parties are a whole different breed. What are land you ever parties? Do a land party, Connor? What's a land party? Connor. Connor. I might know what it is. It's just you're using a term. Long story short, long story short, you and your seven other buds bring all of your consoles, all your TVs together, and you go play in your mom's basement together. It's essentially, it's essentially like if you were to play Call of Duty, but you have seven consoles and seven TVs, and you're all on your own station. Oh. Hell no. Never did that. That sounds like so much You've work. Never... That sounds like so oh. much work, though. Like, it's a lo- it is a lot. I will, s- I will say it's a you lot. You have to load the TV into the car. You have to unload the TV. You have to make but sure once that you, you get have all everything set up and everyone's got their own room and everything like that, everyone's set up and you just grind out a six-hour session just playing with the boys mm. or whoever, it, it's, it's probably one six of hours. the best experiences. I mean, I would... <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say six hours is intense. That's a lot. See, to me, that sounds like too little. Well, obviously, breaks. Would that work? For that <sighs> much work, intense, I would much rather dude. do. I, for that much work, of bringing day. everything Just over. Just an entire Saturday, yeah, or spend the night. Have a you know, spend no. the night as well. Hey, I mean, I'm, I'm in on that. Like, it's either like if we do that whole setup is like like a four hour, and then we go for two hours and go do something, and then come back and do another four hours, or it's That's like it's all of Saturday. Like it's exactly. all of today. And it's just we're going through and we're, you know, just ordering food in and all that kind of stuff. But oh, yeah, I think the like just the dynamic, like really, I'm basing this off of like the times that I've played games with the both of you guys. Like, Charles, mm-hmm. there were times that we were playing, you know, games together, especially uh, um, mostly Mario Kart. Actually, Mario Kart is kind of the one that I remember the most playing with you. And there was this dynamic of like. I don't know, just the, you, you felt the other person's competition come out and you just like, you yeah. had this intensity that like is just unmatched to a degree <laughs> that doesn't come out online. Oh yeah. Because who else are you? If you're playing Mario Kart, Mario, Mario Kart, whatever. If you're playing Mario Kart, for example, and the person right next to you is in first place, you're going to definitely try to slap their control out of your hand. Okay. I wasn't that mean. <laughs> no i wasn't no, that mean. but i've definitely done that i've definitely done that but yeah. still lost the race yeah but Charles you know what it's definitely slapper. whoa he's swatting people you know. as soon as they get in first, no. as soon as they get in first place he's swiping you know what that's the irl blue shell that's true 
Fair <laughs> enough. But like my other my other aspect is is like with Connor. I mean, we've played a variety of games together. A lot. Like like junior. I remember was it junior senior year transition to senior year. You moved in to my house. Senior year. Yep. Senior year. senior. It was like the transition of senior year. You moved into the house. I bought a PlayStation 2. And I remember I had just like, I went to like a Goodwill or some, I don't know, some thrift store. And I found two games. I found Risk and I found Star Wars Battlefront. And I remember I brought this game home to Connor one night. We were both, I don't even remember. Were we drinking that night? Probably. I don't remember. We, probably. we did that a but, lot. Where we would just yeah, when we were playing games, we drank. Play we, games, definitely, yeah. we definitely had a drink or two. But, um, Rum and Coke. I, yep. Yeah, we still, I, uh, we just threw away, we had thrown away the rum bottle. It made me really sad. <laughs> but um, I remember just playing Risk. It's like 1145 at night. It is like pitch black out. And the only light on in the house is our living room light with the fan on. And both of us are sitting in these massive recliners that we pushed from the outside seats. We pushed them as close as we could to the TV because the PlayStation 2 cords are only like three feet long. So we had to sit right there. And I remember Connor losing his absolute mind over playing Risk. Like losing it. Losing his absolute mind. Because we put AI on and we put it on like difficult. We put it on like the hardest setting we could. And Connor's just losing his losing his shit. And it was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. That game. It, it's I, I like I like that game as I love that game as well, because I, I liked risk just as a concept of a game mm-hmm. and it in video game form is so good. But yeah, those AIs were. Super difficult because some AIs they're on hard and they are not hard at all. And especially mm-hmm. like a game from that era, you would assume that the AI wouldn't be too hard, just because. Yeah. Well, and know, it's like the other the, the other thing too. Like Connor and I played, uh, what was it? Tetris Attack. That was the one I really got you into. It was the Yoshi's Tetris one. Attack. Remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoshi. Yeah, it's it's the Yoshi. The one where you like flip the one where you flip the pieces side to side with the different colors and you always what was what's the character you always played the with dead penguin is it dead penguin I I always called it dead pengu (laughs) dead pengu that's it yeah just because it it was a penguin that was I think dead right so give Charles Charles do you have you heard of Tetris attack no Connor give him some give him some give him some reference essentially it's a block matching game so it's going up and up and, you know, you can't let it reach the top. And as you keep going up, it reveals all these different tiles and you just collect them with each other. Um, there are different colors and a- symbols. Exactly. And you have to get three in a row at the very least. But if you get like four and five, it sends like obstacles over to the next garbage. Person. And if you send, if you do multiple fours and fives, it like doubles it triples it and it just yeah if you chain so, it if you so chain, if you chain it, yeah. so like you. if you clear one three and it leads into another three and then it leads into another three it'll send more garbage over to the other person mm-hmm. it'll make it harder to clear yeah and so essentially <laughs> you're trying to get your person to you know top out yep and i remember i showed connor at the first the first time 
He's like, dude, I hate this game. Like, this game sucks. <laughs> like, he he hated it for a long time. And I'm like, no, Connor, like, you just gotta you gotta keep playing it. You gotta keep playing it. Like, just keep playing it a little more and you'll get better. And then there was like I think there was like a month where I could not beat you. Yeah. You had just figured it out. And you were mm-hmm. sending these like chain combos that I couldn't process and I just couldn't move quickly enough. Cause in, I, in that game, in that game, you you have different styles. Like some people play very attack heavy and some people play very defensively and wait to attack. So it's like I was very defensive, but Connor figured out how to attack very quickly and like right out of the gate. So I didn't have time to think. And that's what really like stumped me. So I had to learn how to do it back to him. And then it was like after a month, I had finally beat him. And I just like. I went crazy, dude. I popped off like nobody's business. <laughs> I remember that day I popped off. I had like three more drinks. It was great. I think so. Yeah, that was a fu- very fun game. Yeah, but no, like I'm excited to talk more about other games and stuff. You guys can see that like we're really excited to be doing this. It's going to be a great time. I'm having a blast so far. Like, I'm, I'm, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we're, we're gearing up for the next few episodes. And we'll see you guys mm-hmm. next time. Y'all take care. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening, y'all.